This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080, Suk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. They fell in love. Should we start off with Super Awkward Club? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well... We have something, yeah, oh. yeah. Let's just we'll just we'll peel the bandaid off, so to speak, or pop the stitches. I'm laying out on this one. Yeah. So, um, you know, people that that listen to the show know my brother has been mailing it in with us now for God, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well over a decade, right? I mean, and he really he comes on every night. Every night. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So he's been mailing it in for I don't know 13 plus years, and. Uh, I will say that going forward for the foreseeable future, uh, he will not be mailing it in. Um, you know, when your family, there's always things that are going on, maybe that, that people aren't aware of. And um, we've had some tension uh, between our two families. Uh, and a lot of that stems from um, John has had a dog. Uh, that has now passed away. He had a, a, a pit bull mix that um, had bitten several family members of mine and, and a girlfriend of mine and me uh, to the point where I had to go get stitches. And um, I never felt that that was addressed seriously, that no one took it seriously. It was a very angry thing for me to the point where I refused to ever go over to my brother's house. Uh, no one in my family was allowed to go over to his house. Um, it was a big deal for me. And I don't feel like that was ever taken seriously. Uh, despite some, uh, I mean, to me, when you go to the hospital, when you have to get stitches or you go to the doctor, that's not okay, especially when it's involving, you know, kids, and my kids were bitten. Uh, I thought we had come to an agreement that this was, uh, you know, had been addressed, that I made it clear that this was not okay. That dog had passed away, and my brother recently had gotten another pit bull mix, and uh, I had not met this dog. Um, 
I hadn't been over to his house in a long time, and uh, this year, my family every year does a big Oscar party over my brother's house, and I thought it would be kind of a nice little uh, kind of olive branch. I was in the neighborhood. I was going to pop in just real quick, say hi uh, to everybody. My whole family was over there and meet his dog for the first time, and um, I mean, I don't know how to say it. His dog mauled my face. Um, I uh, received several deep lacerations, bit through my lip, uh, bit through my cheek down to the muscle um was really bad and uh i mean you can see it i mean obviously you know it's yeah it's, i see it, it's yeah. not good i've got i'll have permanent scars uh i'm very fortunate in that he missed my nose by maybe a couple millimeters and it was one of the you always hate to say this but it's one of those it looks like it could have been a lot worse it could have been a lot worse the my you know when i was sewn up they were saying that um you know a couple millimeters more and i've got permanent damage in my nose and then he bit through my lip, but luckily he did not get uh, the actual lip, you know, what I'm, the, where your lips are. He bit through the lower half of my lip. Like a piercing. Yeah, and it's a big... Hey, maybe you could put it like a little... Yeah, it's a big, long gash. And had that, again, been a couple millimeters higher, he tears my lip off. So really, I was, I was quite fortunate, but um, there's a lot of hard feelings there for me. I don't appreciate the way it was handled again. Um, I would hope that, that they are taking it quite seriously this time since this is my face. Uh, and this really could have been bad. What if this, I, I just, I can't. So at this point, um, my lines have been drawn and uh, he is no longer right now, at least in my mind. It's not someone that I'm interested in coming on every day and pretending that we're in a good spot. Or laughing it up, uh, I have a lot of hard feelings right now towards uh, his animal, towards him, towards his family. Hopefully, maybe at some point we work through that. But for right now, uh, I'm taking a break from him and his family, and that you know I, he's not welcome right now on on the show. So, okay, you know, well, I, I, I wish it was under better circumstances, but um, I'm sorry that happened. Well, I am too, because quite frankly. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been mauled in the face by a pit bull, but don't. It really sucks. And uh, I've been it, bit it, by a German Shepherd in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not fun, right? I mean, I Jeff, was terrified. Yeah. Oh, I was a kid. Yeah. We had this. I've t- I think I've told you this before. Yeah. We had this dog that was chained up, no fence yard, but it was chained in its backyard. Yeah. And it was always it would always bark at us like it was Cujo. Yeah. You know when we'd walk by for school and stuff. Yeah. And it's terrifying because it's on a chain, but no fence. Exactly. And one day it was not on the chain, and it charged us, and it jumped up and bit me in the face. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, no, it didn't yeah. do a lot of, I mean, it was not like the, a mauling by any means, but yeah. uh, terrifying yeah. nonetheless. Well, so, and, yes, and, and I mean, it, in a little way, I know what you mean. Yeah, and, and like, it, it just sucks because I've been a dog guy through and through, but I, I came home after being stitched up. Again, not a wonderful experience and uh, quite painful. It's very swollen right now. Like I'm not putting out pictures or anything, but it, you know, it's it looks it looks pretty bad. I mean, it's nasty. And uh, when I walked in my front door, my two dogs came to see me because I had been, you know, this was a several hour ordeal. Uh, I got a little nervous, and that bothered me. Like my my dogs coming up to me, and instantly I had this like reaction in my chest, and I was like, oh my god, it's not. Uh, and, and like I've been nipped before, I've been bit in the hand, and I was very angry about those times. But uh, when it's your face, you know, 
and again, I just we 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 all see things different ways. We all and, and I'm not saying my right way is the right way to handle it. I just I can't I can't abide the way this is being handled. So all fair, all you know, I get it's, it. it's just it is what it is. And so sometimes in families you have yeah. um, you just have differences of opinions. And so this is is mine. So I'm making this call and. Um, yeah, moving forward, we'll we'll, uh, we'll just do something else. Well, hopefully, you guys, you know, family dynamics are tough. There, you know, I'm not gonna pretend to know anything yeah. about what's going on, yeah. you know, in somebody else's family. So, hopefully, you guys can work it out because we all love John, but we yep. all love you too. And yep. so, whatever happens, happens. I'll leave that in your court. I'm sorry that happened. That I mean, that definitely sucks. Yeah, and uh, you know, it sucks to be fighting with family. Yeah. So. But on the plus side, like I said, luckily, you know, it doesn't, outside of some scars, which, you know, you know, whatever. It's not like my face was pretty to begin with, right? <laughs> it's, it would be one thing if that beautiful mug of yours was scarred up, but this face looks like there should be scars on it anyway. Well, your so. beard kind of covers a little bit of it. You yeah, know? yeah. You yeah. know, so, and then plus Good I'll come. story for the ladies. Yeah, I'll come up with like a shark, you know, I saved a kid shark. from a shark attack or something, you know. Yeah. But it uh, it just it hurts and it's kind of a, a an emotionally scarring thing and I get it again when there's history there it's just uh, you know yeah so. well the so satanic I, family dynamic has always been a fascinating one to me and yeah. not one that I know yeah I'm not going to pretend to know much about so. so I know that like that's one of those sad things and I was debating whether or not to even talk about it but one. Eventually, people are going to see my face. This isn't going away for any time soon. This will... Yeah, you're on the radio, though. Well, yeah. But, you know, we do... Like, I didn't do a little video today. Normally, we do a little show video, and I didn't do that. But, you know, out at A&A, it's like... Hey. Oh, that's true. You know, it's... You know, yeah. eventually... We got four uh, remotes coming up. Yeah. Someone's going to be like, hey, why is... You know, it's pretty noticeable. <laughs> like, Tell them I kicked your ass, put you in your place. <laughs> yeah. Why that? is your face all stitched up? And then it, I figured eventually it would be weird, because... People are like, hey, you know, after four or five days, where's John? So we thought we'd just address it, get it out there. No one needs to dwell on it. And, uh, you know. Well, may you and your brother and your family work work out their differences, okay? <laughs> that, that's from me to you right there. I hope so. Um, all right. Well, Oscars, I didn't watch. Neither did I because, well. well you were. You were preoccupied. <laughs> you were trying to watch. I was. I was trying to watch. And then, uh, you know, I was had a needle in my face that's so what uh i did see some of the highlights who won and stuff. the best picture everything uh all at once they basically won everything okay there's always one movie that yeah like just yes it dominated one best actor best director a best actress best supporting actor Damn. uh and then maybe a couple others and no. the cool one is that the guy who won for best supporting actor and one of the more emotional things, that was the kid that was in the Goonies. That was Data in the Goonies. Oh, really? And was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He could not get a job in Hollywood for 20-plus years. Really? Yeah. Child actor, and he basically quit, and he auditioned for this role and everything all at once, got it, and phenomenal performance, and his speech was amazing. And then Harrison Ford came on, and obviously they were in Indiana Jones together when he was a little kid, and it was just, it was a really cool yeah. emotion. I'll have to go check it it out. was a really cool emotional I, uh, moment. Is that a movie that I need to see, or should I yes. skip it? No, watch it. Really, really good. Okay, it's different than you know. I don't it, mind different. It's different than anything you've ever seen, but it's it's very, very, very good. I still say, in my humble opinion, Top Gun was the best movie I saw all year, hands down. But those movies don't win. Cosine. Cosine. Yeah, yeah. I cosign. Yeah, it's because yep. he thinks like you. Yeah, it's it's the definition of a Hollywood blockbuster. It was nominated for best picture. It was but good. I got to be honest with you, yeah. and you know me. Yeah, I'm not a big movie guy. My wife and I watched it. Yeah, 
And we both looked at each other when it was over. We were like, you know what? That was pretty damn good. Yes. It's good. And you'll say that everything all excellent. But. Everything all at once is a different movie because it's not like that. But if you watch that movie, just hot dog fingers is all you need to know. You will see things in that movie that you'll be like, I it's just different than any movie you've seen, and it was really good. The other one of all the nominees that I would say that if you, you need to watch is watch All Quiet on the Western Front. Now good movie. Uh, it is in German, so when you turn well, on... I speak German. Well, Netflix, it's weird because it's it's World War One from a German perspective, and when you first turn it on, it's in English, and you're, you're like about 10 minutes in, you're like, wait, what is... And then you realize that you have to go through if you want. So you can either watch it in German, English subtitles, or watch them speak English, but it is... Now, are these streaming? Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front is, and Top Gun is at uh, Netflix. I know. I've watched Top Gun streaming. It's, I think it's on like Hulu or something. Yes. I watched it there. But uh, All Quiet on the Western Front is ne- Netflix. Netflix. And then what's the one that won the best picture? Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Is that streaming? I don't... Can I watch that? I don't know. But the, that is... And then the Banshees of uh, Insurin is the Colin Farrell movie. And if uh, you liked In Bruges, right? Yeah. Watch that. Same same guys. Yeah, like and guys. amazing, and that is also streaming. I think that's on HBO. So, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Will Smith was not there. He is banned, He's for, banned right? for like ten years. So, is Jada there? No, she can't be there either. Uh, she wasn't, but I, I don't think she's banned. But Jimmy Kimmel made fun of them, even though he wasn't supposed to, and it was really good. Yeah, yeah it was funny. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It looks like it's on Paramount, Showtime, and Hulu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paramount so Plus. If you need to watch him, watch that. Watch all Quiet on the Western Front and watch the Banshees. Uh, it's it's good. Three's too many. I'll watch those first two. Okay. Well, at yeah, some point, you would like. I think you'd like the Banshees more, probably more than the other two. More than the other two. All right. Well, Jada came out and said she's uh, pissed about the Chris Rock special. Yeah. Did you read that? Yeah. She thinks that Chris Rock's she obsessed says, with her. Yeah, that he's obsessed with her, which very well could be true. Yeah, yeah. that could be true. <laughs> I mean, he did it in her home city. Yeah, that's like what? Yeah. As he did it. He did do that. more specifically to attack her. That's what she thinks. She is so full of herself. She yeah. might be one of the three or four most insufferable human beings on the planet. If you say, okay, top four most insufferable human beings on the planet. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Um. Julia Fox. I honestly, and I know that about, you know half uh, the audience is Halle gonna, Berry. She she can't she keeps getting divorced and she's like the hottest woman on the planet which is fascinating because they keep dumping her. Which Who's the? I th- I think Jennifer uh, Lopez would be higher than Halle Berry. Oh, Jayla. Jennifer Lopez seems to be oh. a nightmare. What about who's the actress? Uh, the oh. Julia Fox, the one who's in um, Uncut Gems. No, she sucks. Really? You yeah? You guys might not know because you guys I don't, don't have to her. see her TikToks. She yeah. sucks. Okay. Hemi, uh, what is her name? She hosted the Oscars one year. Hosted with uh, Anne, oh, uh, Anne Frank, Hathaway? Anne Hathaway. <laughs> you, you, don't you think she's like super insufferable? Probably. 
But I, I think Will probably goes on the list. I was gonna say, <laughs> like if you were around <laughs> him, if you're around him in general, I think that's probably a tough one. But, but Jada might give him a run for her, uh, well, his money. Jada and Will together, I think, is the most uns- insufferable couple. Period. Like they're like their mm. Wonder Twin powers activate. Ben Affleck though, and Jennifer Lopez. Ben Affleck. I, kinda, I feel like he's not sucks. insufferable. I kind of like oh, Ben I Affleck. Know. I totally disagree. I, think, I feel like he. Would I be. think if Ben Affleck were in this studio and these mics were off yeah. and we just hung. He'd and some awesome. he, he would be awesome. I like me some Ben Affleck. He's a pretty yeah, down yeah. to earth guy. I, li- I like. Uh, me maybe some I'm ben. wrong on this one. I just maybe I'm judging him off Batman. Yeah, I think he's hard to like because he's got one. He's got the resting bitch face, and but two, I ca- I kind of like that he has a resting bitch face because he's he, always housed. He can't hide that whatever he's in. Like I'm like I hate being here, and I well, appreciate that he, he lets he, you know. But he's got a great life. Like, Look, I know he's an addict, and he's, you know, look, you got to be careful. He's an alcoholic, and he's got a lot of issues. Yeah. At the same time, he see the reason why some people don't like him is you want to shake him and be like, dude, look at your life. Like, it's not that bad, okay? It's look, pretty good life. Ben, come on. Snap out of it. We want him to snap out of it. Yeah. And he just is so sad. Yeah. But when you hear it, but when he talks, he's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I and pretty. I think he's pretty down to earth. Exactly, he seems so like I don't a, think he, he goes seems on like a list. fairly uh, normal guy for for the amount of stars. Well, I didn't watch the Oscars, but I did see one clip, and we don't have it. But it was the Hugh Grant, yeah, Amber interview. Graham video, video or uh, yeah, interview. Did you see it, Ashley Graham? Oh yeah. Yeah, who's Ashley Graham? She's the plus size uh, model. She was the first plus size woman like on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Okay, swimsuit edition. She's, she's a model. She's a model. She's a she's a, the well, she's, she's like not the, a very good interviewer. She's the most famous big I don't plus size model. I was gonna say big girl, but then I'll probably get canceled. Are you about to call her a fatty? No, I was gonna say big girl, but then everyone's like, Ugh. she's she's bigger. That's what she does. Okay, but she's not an interviewer. No. No. Well, Hugh Grant is getting slammed. But I don't know that he should. Like I feel like well, Will can pull this. This clop, the, the, the clip is floating around out there. Get Klondike Will Ortner to get off his gambling phone there and download yeah. it for us. Get off DraftKings. I'm texting Buck. I've and, got questions. Uh, let's you, get that interview. Let's yeah, play you it. You can find right, it. I'll go find it's it. It's short. Yeah, yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. All right. It is 620 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. You know, I always thought I could be a great salesman. Well, believe me, I could talk anybody into anything, except women into sex. That's the only thing I can't do. On 1080, The Fan. Can I get a hot tub? Um, if you're are. waiting for it, I don't have the audio yet. <laughs> oh no, I'm still I working on. Is that what you were waiting? No, for? I was waiting for the ambiance. Yeah. Will, you're doing great in there. Hey, yeah. you know what? I thought we have. I thought it was ambience. like. No, I understand that. I was working it both. It, anyways, it's all right. You are doing great. We love Will. Although I just, I think I taught Will a little, it's a minor life lesson in the break. Yeah, what'd you get? Although he recognized it himself. Yeah. It's not a, to it's something that's been, much like my gambling, it's been made aware to okay. me. I need to do better about reaching out to others and making sure they're okay. Well, he was, te- he said he was texting back and forth with Buck. Yeah. And Buck woke up with a stomach bug, so he yes. was not feeling well yeah. today. So I asked Will, just in passing during the break, I said, well, how's Buck doing? And Will said, I don't know. I'm like, well, weren't you just texting with him? And he's like, yeah, I guess I need to. I probably should have asked. And I told him, I said, I think a good, you know, like, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe before you ask him, hey, where's this? Or what do I need to do with this? Hey, hope you're feeling better. Or how you feel? You know what I mean? Yeah. Big Souk over there? Sure. Jason? Hey, so look, uh, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm so, 25. I'm learning. Yeah. It's tough it. out there for us. Uh, is it? He's learning what a barometer is. He's le- you know. It's, it's tough being a Zoomer. All you guys all think that I'm dumb. I am kind of well, dumb. Kind of are. I mean, well, I'm ignorant. Bit. I'm not dumb. That is a good distinction. I'm happy that you know the difference between the words. Well, all youngs are dumb. I have a degree in journalism. Is that really something you should be hanging your hat on? <laughs> well, I mean, that, I'm that, just saying that, I have a degree. That, I know what like degree. words are. That journalism degree. Hey, I have two degrees. What up? So are you? do we have uh, Hugh Grant audio, or are we waiting? It'll be in the system here okay. momentarily. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, it, a, it is one of the cringier moments yeah, of, it was very of the cringe. Oscar brosc- or broadcast. Very cringe. Yeah. He's taking, uh, he's taking a lot of heat for Yeah, it. people don't like him. No. They're siding with the, what's her name? Uh, Ashley Graham, I believe, yeah. is we'll, her name. We'll get well, to that. Hugh Grant doesn't necessarily have the best reputation. Plus, Well, he's yeah. said as much, though. Yes. Over the years, he yeah. has... Yeah. Dude, that guy is open about how big of an a-hole he is. Well, and the British thing doesn't help it. A British person can say something nice to you, and it still sounds like they're being a condescending ass. Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of the whole... Very stuffy. Well, it's a very, uh, what would you say, like a very, like a, like a you know, colonialism. Like, they, it's, it's, they just, that accent is not, throughout history, if that accent shows up on your shores, it's not good. Right. Yeah. No, that's very true. You're right. If you were American, maybe it wouldn't have sounded so bad, but... Yeah. There's just certain accents He's that come British. across very condescending and, and, and harsh, and I would say that that is one of them. Well, other I, I think the French accent has a little bit of that, too. But then there's other accents that are very, like, uh, warming and, uh, and inviting. Like, I would say the, uh, like the North Dakotas, like up in the Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, the friendliest. Or Canadians, <laughs> right? If, if a Canadian was insulting you, I still think it would be pretty friendly. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're kind of being an ass, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we, we still love you. Eh? It's just that. that. Yeah, it's not, it's not really their accent as much as it's just their friendly tone. Yes. They have a friendly tone. Yeah. Whereas the Brits, it's The Brits just, have a snooty tone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the, I get that. <laughs> it's one of those. Well, Plus, I think Hugh Grant is just an ass, but that's just. He is, yeah. and he's admitted as much. 
well, I can appreciate that. Yeah. At least you admit it, right? Well, you had the whole thing. Remember, the the lid was blown off of Hugh Grant. Well, we had the hooker thing. The Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. I mean, because Divine Brown, I believe it was. We were so into Elizabeth Hurley. Still as are. young, horny men. Still are. Still are, yeah. Still how, are. How old is she now? She's, she's, she's oh, got to be in her mid-50s. I have no she idea, was, she's still bringing the heat. You know, when we, well, you're a little young, but when Suk and I were younger, it was Christy Brinkley, Elle McPherson. Oh, yeah. You I've know, heard of Christy Brinkley. Julia. Yeah, see, the, wow. You've never seen her? Go back and look at. Oh, like, am I gonna? Is this young, Kelly Kapowson all over again, or Kapowski? Kelly Kapowski? Kelly, no, 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 no. Even no. before that. L McPherson, and by the way, put Safe Search off because there's good ones out there. L McPherson is top shelf. By well, the way, Elizabeth. Uh, how Hurley, do I do that? <laughs> well, some of it is when you way. grew up. So Elizabeth Hurley is 58. 58. Yeah. So I don't know about you. I would. I'm. I'm. I don't mean to speak for you, but we're roughly the same age sure. in that era of yes. L McPherson, Christy Brinkley, and 100%. Julia Roberts. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Those three were like the queens. But if you want the Dwayne Wade of that group, the mm-hmm. underrated, not talked about enough uh, woman of that group, Elizabeth Hurley. Freaking Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Well, so I'm... Hugh Grant was with her, and then he had the hooker, and we we're like, what? Yeah. What the... could you, how could you possibly screw up a relationship with Elizabeth but Hurley? We, we learned a lesson that day. And I, and I think we all learned it is that, yes, you're with Elizabeth Hurley. But there's things that Divine Brown is going to do that Elizabeth Hurley won't. That's right. Because when you're with a 12, the 12 has standards. Divine Brown, no standards whatsoever. Well, that's why, um, who's Pitt's ex-wife? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. That's why she was interesting to Brad Pitt. Yes. Who's had every 10 knockout 12 that's ever lived. They were willing to do weird stuff. Jolie was a lit... They're like, drinking blood and they're right. on the back of limos. That's and, right. Yeah, you know. And when you're Brad Pitt or you're Hugh Grant or whatever, like you, Elizabeth Hurley is is clearly a dime. But that guy, it's he's got dimes raining from heaven. He's he lives 58? in he lives in a wishing well with dimes falling on him every day. And so sometimes you, uh, you know, instead of a dime, you take a four with no limits. You push a four right to the edge, and that's how you end up being Hugh Grant. Yeah, that was a bad decision on his part. Also, Christy Brinkley's hot. Oh, well, yeah. Well, she's one of the most famous models of all yeah, time. She was she was probably the number one when we were kids. Really? Did, yeah. Over Hurley? Hurley's. Well, not. Yeah, Hurley. Hurley was a little out because Christy Brinkley was older than that. But yeah, yeah Christy Brinkley was oh. like the all American thing. Elle McPherson. By the way, I still contend that quite possibly the greatest. Who I think is hotter than. I actually would say Elle McPherson hotter than Christy Brinkley. Agreed. And Billy Joel has never come out and quite admitted this. But he has alluded to the fact that on one vacation to, like, the Bahamas, he had Chrissy Brinkley, Elle McPherson, and, like, a 20-year-old Whitney Houston. What? Yeah. Wait, he had them as in? Yes. Bedded them down? Yes. And he ended up dating for certain. Well, he married Christy Brinkley. He dated Elle McPherson for a while. He, the story is, is that he was, like, in the Bahamas after one of his tours, and he noticed that as he was walking through the resort, there was a large crowd gathered in the bar. And it turns out that the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue was shooting on the beach at the resort that he was staying at. And guess what the bar happened to have in the corner? A gall darn piano. Oh, no. And That's so, not fair. And so Billy's like, I got this. Goes over, starts playing the piano. And it is, he alludes, well, we know for, you know, he went two for two, but I believe that when, when he's insinuating that he went three for three and you find me, look at young 
model Whitney Houston. She wasn't even a singer back then. She was a model. Like 20-year-old Whitney Houston. You tell me that there has been a better weekend for a dude than rolls in and grabs in the prime Christy Brinkley, Elle McPherson, and an up-and-coming Whitney Houston. Hmm. And for a guy that looks like Billy Joel, no offense, but he wasn't exactly Brad Pitt. So who was so you were born in ninety seven, Ortner? Ninety seven, October. So who then are your childhood one, two, and three? Like ours, Elle McPherson, oh, and Brinkley. Megan Fox is going to be in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's weird, but Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Hello, Hannah Montana, dude. I can see that. Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana was top tier. I don't know. Margot Robbie's going to sneak in there when I was in high school. Love her. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, Lindsay Lohan at the very, very beginning Lindsay before she Lohan. got all. Oh, dude, go wow. back and look at. Uh, I can't. We're too old. Mean Girls, yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, did I say Julie Roberts? I meant Cindy Crawford. Oh, that's yeah. what I oh, meant. I know Cindy Crawford. That's also, Roberts too. But yeah, but Cindy Crawford's Cindy Crawford. a little better. Off. If you go the top three, it was Cindy Crawford, Elle McPherson, and Christy Brinkley, right? Yes. That, those were the top. those were the three, and then we got like a smattering of like Tyra Banks started working her way in there. Yeah. Kathy Ireland, Kathy Ireland. The, 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 it was all the the swimsuit edition and the Victoria's Secret thing. Yeah. Like that was where it that was. was it. That was the end all to be all. Yeah. That's what we had to work with. We didn't have porn. Well, we didn't have the internet. We, we had to make Playboy. do with boy. We had that's porn what, and photos. That's what we had to make do with. And Elle McPherson and Cindy Crawford both appeared in Playboy, and you better believe I owned both of those they issues. Both, Yes. That's crazy. Well, I guess, I, I mean, my age has OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. The Playboy was a classier OnlyFans that you had to buy and have, like, four pictures. <laughs> no one's buying anymore. Okay, so do you want to listen to the interview here, or should we do it? Let's do it next, because yeah, we're already... It's awkward as all get out. Yeah, though. so Hugh Grant is being widely panned for his uh, Oscars. I would say red carpet interview, but it wasn't red carpet this year. Yeah, they just had a carpet. They changed it. Yeah. Which same, is also the same thing. There was just no red carpet. Yeah. So we'll get to that uh, next. Here's Will. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch, scotch. On 1080, the fan. Can I get a hot tub? Okay, well, one of the moments from uh, the Oscars last night, which has probably gone more viral than any other moment from the Oscars, (laughs) wasn't even during the Oscars. (laughs) It was before. And it was Hugh Grant, the actor's interview with Ashley Graham, who you said is a plus-size model. Yes. She was on ABC, and it was live. So she grabs him. You know how they do in the pre-shows. Yeah. You know, they just grab him, and they hop on the mic. The, and, ah, it, so was, it was the red carpet. They just weren't doing the official red carpet. Yeah, so uh, here is what that sounded like. Hugh Grant, you are a veteran of the Oscars. And you've been here a few times. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, <laughs> fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? 
to see. Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight then? Just my suit. Your suit? Who <laughs> yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All right, back to you yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, it was really awkward, and it doesn't sound, you know, to be honest with you, it doesn't sound quite as bad listening there as it did as it did the first time I watched it on video because it is very awkward on video. Yes. But um Hugh's notoriously bristly. People know that. Yes. And he's no and he's admitted as much and he's um surly. Like he just doesn't like those kinds of things. No, but uh, it's not that hard to not be an ass, right? Is it really that <laughs> I mean Again, he's a guy who admits he's an ass. Yeah. So he's not going to fake it. And that's where I think there's some culpability on her part, too. Like, that was a terrible interview. It was. And you have to know when Hugh... So I would imagine most of those people that are doing those interviews for the red carpet, you got to do some homework, right? you got to know the movies that they're in, right? Mm -hmm. you got to know... Um, I mean, you got to have some questions holstered for certain people. Right? Or are you, they're not just winging that. I they, wouldn't. They're I would doing assume, like 50 interviews in a row. I would assume that there's someone in your ear saying, here comes Hugh Grant XYZ. But as the interviewer, you have to be ready for that. Well, and to be fair, she's not really an interviewer. She's a, exactly. she's a model trying to make the transition And he over. called her out on it. <laughs> so I think it takes two to tango for something like this. Like, I know he's a jerk, and you're right. He, he, you could always be nicer and just... Just deal with it and move on. It does look worse when you watch the clip because of the the, the weird. He's standing the, the, far away yeah. from her, and he kind of looks at her like, "What are you asking?" It me? doesn't sound quite as bad on radio. It was when I saw the clip because it was going around, yeah. and I was like, "Ew, that is that's bad." Now I just think you have to know, like, if you know Hugh Grant is possibly on your list, yeah, you got to be ready for that because you know he's notoriously bristly. <laughs> Otherwise, if you, you're not doing your job well, if yeah. you're just standing up there hoping that you're just like, "Oh, I'll wing it, I'll be fine." No, you won't. With certain people like Hugh Grant, I wonder if that's what it was. It's like like someone just. Someone was in her ear, like, like, ask him something. And, 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 glass onion, glass onion. You're like, oh, my God. I was God. in it for three minutes. It's like when we had Michael uh, we're like Rooker on. And we, oh, three seconds. Yeah, we were like, oh, Michael Rooker. We were, like, trying to, like, scan, like, trying to figure out where the hell he was from. It would be a tough situation. That's right. So yeah. that's a great example because yeah. we were prepared for certain interviews that day. And we did not think we were getting him. Michael Rooker, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. I, I recognized him. Yeah. Imagine how terrified you feel yeah. hosting a radio show when the guy sits down with you live. You know he's an actor. Yeah. You know he's famous. You have no idea what his name is or what he's in or what he's doing there. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, hey, guys. Of all the people, yeah. He, and no one brought him over. He just sat down and started going. We're like, what? All the other interviews we were yeah. ready for because yeah. we knew it was. And that's the same thing with her. It's like, look, if that was impromptu, and maybe it was because it didn't sound like Hugh Grant was really all that interested in doing a lot of those. Yeah. That's one thing. Maybe, yeah. but you should still be ready. 
Like, that's your moment. This is the Oscars. And unfortunately now, and I think that's the problem that people are upset about Hugh Grant, is this was kind of her moment, and now her moment is kind of mm-hmm. mush. She flubbed it. Yeah, when you're the backup quarterback, Will, you got to be ready to go. That's right. And when you flub it, you flub it. Could have been a lot better. You got to make jokes about he's it. He's having the time of his life. She had her moment there. Or you can just pull like a, I don't know who, why this guy comes to mind. He's probably not the best example, but you could pull like a Pat McAfee and just make fun of him. Oh, there you go. Like there are some people who would just be like, you're well, being a D. I'm going to be a D right back to you and be witty and funny about it well, that- and really make really make him look bad and she didn't obviously they don't well that's what i did at with, the oscars they don't do that. that's what i did with gene simmons on am northwest that's and i right. was never invited back well <laughs> she may never right that's she's, she's so, protecting her yeah. job she would never be invited back if she did that Does but she it would have be it good in her TV? repertoire though like, probably not you have to be a certain type of yes. person to pull that off and, and she might not be able to do not that. at all she's like but it was fun right yeah it was great yeah, you got to just... Kind of, I, I kind of... I, I sympathize with Hugh Grant on that one. <laughs> well, that's because that... Because they probably made him go over there. Probably. Now, if he went over there voluntarily, that's a little bit different. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. yeah but you gotta, they made him go over there. Yeah. You don't and then have, he got a bunch of bad questions from a ditz. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I don't have time for this crap. You know Isaac Ropp would be on the side of Hugh Grant because you are our American... I would be like that. You're our American version of Hugh Grant. <laughs> Kind of. Like, if she interviewed me with those stupid questions, I would probably be frustrated like him, too. Like, I've said it for three minutes. Yeah. Three, three seconds. Three seconds, yeah. Yeah, but you had fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah not really. Who's <laughs> I don't know. My t- <laughs> I will say that the who are you wearing, that is a pretty common question. Yeah. But I enjoy I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing my suit. I didn't think anything was that crazy from her. No, she... It was typical it red carpet. I know, it was just... What I'm saying is a guy like Hugh Grant is going to challenge you to you you have to bring better questions for him to engage him. There are guys like that and women like that that are going to be on that uh, red carpet and she better be ready for it. But she wasn't. And and he, you know, made her look stupid. I would have said it was a divine interview. That's what I would have said if I was her right as he leaves. Oh. I'll tell you what, that'd be pretty good. That, yeah. was, that was good. You're not going to do that to me. That You're was, not going to embarrass me that like was, that. That was pretty good. That would have been a good bit. That would have, yes. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. Well, we wrap it up next. Yes, we do. On the fan. Booth. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. Sitting on a cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners. On 1080, the fan. Double sun power! So, Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend <laughs> is suing him for $30 million. If this is true what happened... It's yeah. such a low down but also baller move on the part of Tiger Woods. Yeah, dude, that somebody texted this when we first talked about the Tiger story, this lawsuit thing. Yeah. Um the, well, I guess it was last week or maybe the week before. Somebody texted this in on the text line and I just thought, "Oh, that's, you know, that's probably not true, right? I didn't yeah. see that anywhere else in anything I was reading." Well, now I'm it's this guy was right. Apparently, according to her. This is according to her? Yes. So Tiger's saying this is horse nears. Oh, he said it's not true. Okay, I didn't know who it came from. Yeah, so she is claiming that they've been dating for six years. Yeah. She is claiming that Tiger Woods told her, hey, we're planning a little vacation, so I want you to pack some bags and go down to the airport, and my plane, I'm going to meet you at, uh, she obviously has his own plane, I'm going to meet you at the airport, we'll get on our plane, and we're going to go to XYZ. So she says she does, she packs her bag, gets everything, going for like a week or whatever. She gets to the airport, and Tiger's not there. 
but Tiger's people are there, and they say, surprise, there is no vacation. Uh, Tiger's breaking up with you, and you're not welcome back at the house. So nuts to you. Yeah, they're and, claiming that's what happened. Yes, she's and, claiming that. And if so, freaking awesome. Way to go! <laughs> Way to go, Tiger. Happened? No, I don't think that happened. Now, because remember, so now it is there. Tiger is saying that he did break up with her. He told her to leave the house, and he provided her accommodations and financial support for her to move elsewhere. Yeah. And now she is suing, saying two things, which is ridiculous. One, she's claiming that the the NDA needs to be broken because of the domestic violence thing, even though there's no proof of that anywhere. She never filed that in anything. Even in her lawsuit against him, she's not claiming that. She's claiming that they had a verbal agreement that she could live at his house for 11 years. Okay, first off, nice verbal agreement. And who... Who has an agreement where you're like, you know what? I think you can live here for 11 years. And she's claiming because he broke that five years early that she is entitled to $30 million. And they, they didn't get married. No. Yeah. Get out of here. This this is money-grubbing, yeah. gold-digging, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. In her defense, it's probably worth a shot. Right? I mean. Absolutely. You know, you're with Tiger. You got one shot at it. You've broken up. He doesn't like you anyway. You might as well sue him and see if he can get some money. Yes. But I love the idea of a. Uh, he said I could live at his house for eleven years. Well, you sign an agreement on that? Uh, no, it was a verbal understanding. Well, I'm not an attorney, but uh, do verbal understandings hold up in court? My guess is with Tiger's attorneys, no. <laughs> and that's a key there. And I with hope, Tiger's attorneys. And I hope he doesn't settle. I hope he drags this thing out and drowns her in 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 well in uh, attorney debt. He certainly has the resources to do that. Exactly. If he really feels like this is the, I mean, if he feels like he's in the right. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? But that's why you sign an NDA though, because exactly. when things like this come up, you go to a mediator. And well, and that's what and that's what Tiger is saying is he'll that pay her money. Yeah, that's what he's saying is you're not going to fight this publicly. Yeah. You have to go through mediation, and she's yeah. claiming no, I want to fight this in public because of sexual or she not yes. sexual abuse, but any sort of abuse yes. negates the NDA. Yes, that's to her. All right, uh, there's our show. A uh, big one tomorrow, though. Did you guys know that big Tuesday show? Love our Tuesdays. We do love our. We take them very seriously. It's we still Wednesday, but it's all right. Yeah, Wednesday's number one. It's our bread and butter. Uh, tomorrow, three to seven on the fan. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.